2: The following program is sponsored by Ken Sukuri Ministries. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34, 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit, and who tremble at my word, says Isaiah 66, six two. We find beauty in brokenness when we choose to sit close with him and trust that he is listening. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, Our words of healing in Psalm 147, 3. Brokenness. Is a blessing because it puts us on the road to a breakthrough. Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis, founder of Kensukuri Ministries, starts now.
0: Welcome, everybody. Brokenness to Beauty is back, and Brittany is here. Brittany is the founder of Kinsakori Ministries, and it is because of her that this program exists. She got a vision. Uh, she had a conversation with God, and and brought this program into fruition. So, I do want to encourage you. We have Dr. Ruth Charles back with us this week. She was with us last week. She's with us again this week, which is yes. a blessing. Oh, my gosh. So I want to remind you, if you didn't hear last week's program, there's a podcast. And it's on KKHT.com. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. You can call up Alexa for it. So you can listen to every one of Brittany's programs. And and really, I would encourage you to do that. I think they're great. Anyway, (laughs) today is going to be exciting. It's going to be a little bit controversial. I think some of us have been through some of this because we're going to talk about something that is, I think hard for people Mm -hmm. and I'll lead off with that. Brittany, what do you think?
1: So Dr. Ruth Charles and I, we connected through the Christian chamber, Katie Christian chamber, which is the first Christian chamber in Texas and actually the only Christian chamber in Texas and is also going to be going hopefully all the way through Texas and then nationwide. Amen. So, um, but we connected there and she was a general for um, Texas for Wailing to Warring, which is a prayer movement, um, very similar to what we had talked about with her voice movement. They um, have already gotten 50, all 50 states had a general that brought together a group to pray over their state, specific prayers to what the state is dealing with. And so when I met Dr. Charles, I was just so excited because she is so on top of her prayers and her targeted moments in prayer of how to pray for things, what to pray for, and then getting to know her a little bit more. She is a counselor. And I started thinking about all of these things about what I grew up hearing about counseling, which was, well, you don't need a counselor. The Lord is your counselor, and he is a wonderful counselor. But is there time to go to a counselor? When do you know that there's It's in that moment that you need a counselor. Is counseling unbiblical? Let's talk about it. Let's get a little bit down and dirty in the muck about this. So Dr. Charles, Dr. Ruth Charles, thank you so much for being here. And can you tell us a little bit about your background as far as your counseling and all the things about you?
3: Thank you for having me, Brittany. Um, Thank you for your wonderful show and and allowing yourself to be a gift from God to this world. But nonetheless, counseling um, for me is uh, many things, but I mainly focus on marriage and family. That is what I got my master's in, but I also do general counseling as well for those that are needing it. And I use the Bible as my basis, although I've learned theories and theorems and all of these different modalities. But at the end of the day, God is the one who has created us. He knows how we work. He knows what we need, when we need it, and how we need it. And so therefore, with the wisdom of God and listening to him, as I listen to clients or to uh, counselees, I make sure I'm hearing him as to how to direct me and not just utilizing some type of theory or book to help me to help my clients. Okay. And Susan, what can you say about this piece of counseling? Because I
1: know that you and I know that this is a very controversial words sometimes in Christian, Mm -hmm. Christian Christianese world views. Well,
0: like a pastor who helps us understand the word, a good Christian counselor who has a strong education and a strong Bible background Mm -hmm. can help us work through biblically challenges that we're facing. And somebody like Dr. Charles, who I know, I mean, we all know each other from the chamber. It's interesting that we didn't know each other at the same time, but we all know each other. And she's been on another show here. So if you all listen to Pastor Allworth on Wednesday evening, she called into that show as well. He deals with addicted people, people mm-hmm. who are dealing with substance abuse and things like that. And when you're in the throes of it, you know, last week you talked about an emergency, Dr. Charles, that you faced, mm-hmm. and we were talking about slowing down to hear God. Well, sometimes when we're dealing with something inside ourselves, we can't slow down because mm-hmm. we're ruminating, mm-hmm. and it it's that thing, that buzzing, that noise in your head that just gets in your own way, and you need somebody to break that pattern, and that's really, that's Dr. Right. Charles, what I think you do. You're a pattern breaker. Mm, that's a good word. And. She's smiling, so I must have hit something right. But I think, you know, as a counselor, you probably see, oh, gosh, let me think of the behaviors that you probably see. Stubbornness, brokenness, orneriness, nastiness, sarcasm, rudeness, all of those things that people do that they put in the way to not deal with what's really going on. And you're a part of it. And I think that I've been in counseling. I was a caretaker for somebody who worked my last nerve Mm -hmm. every hour of every single day. Mm -hmm. And there were times when I wanted to kill everybody's husband, Mm. (laughs) not just mine. It was rough. So (laughs) I needed somebody and I had a good Christian counselor that got in the way of that and who sometimes would say to me, stop, Mm -hmm. just stop. You're playing games with yourself. Let's get into the word. That's Mm
1: -hmm. good. And sometimes so. we're playing games with God. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of what she was saying, I think, yeah. now that you say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was. Well, anyway, she, luckily at that time, I probably would have started crying. So I understand that it's controversial, but I don't think it should be. But you have to use wisdom to find the right person to connect with. And we have the right person in the studio with us today. We yeah. really do.
1: Yep.
3: Thank yep. You. Yes. Thank you. So tell us a little bit,
1: what is your rebuttal on that piece?
3: I just want to read a scripture real quick, and Mm -hmm. anyone can find this. Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government, vote people, politics are of God, will be upon his shoulders. Just to plug in. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. Now, that word counselor there... And the Hebrew is yachts, which is to advise or counsel. So counseling is of God. And simply, I like to say it like this. It's where you go and you're able to release verbally and sometimes just sit there because if a good, trained spirit of God, feel counselor can sense or see and hear what's going on with you are able to help you and lead you in the way you should go. So when you sit there and you're releasing to them what's going on, God is giving them information and intel on how to help you. He's telling them what's going on and how to help you because you can say I'm feeling this way, but they really know that something else is going on. There's a root cause there and I'm a solution based counselor. I want to not just address fruit. I want to get to the root because if you don't deal with the root, the fruit will grow back stronger. And that's a scripture as well. That's
1: right. Ooh, that's so good. Mm -hmm. So why do you feel, and that there's one word in particular that keeps hitting my mind, but why do you feel that Christians, some Christians have a problem with counselors? Pride. (laughs) That was the word I was thinking. It's pride. It's pride because growing up, I had heard that going to counseling made you weak in the Lord, Mm -hmm. that you weren't trusting the Lord to handle your mess, that you were needing to lean on people. So I started Mm -hmm. growing up with that mindset Mm -hmm. that I can do all things through myself Mm -hmm. because of all I'm going to do with just reading. Again, I put it on me, Mm -hmm. me, me, me. Mm -hmm. And so when I went through my divorce, when I went through the challenges of trying to navigate how to deal with my daughter being gone from me. Even if it was two days a week or a day a week, it was traumatizing because my daughter and I were all each other had. I remember finally breaking down and going to a Christian counselor and hearing her say, we're going to seek the Lord on this. And to hear her say that she was going to seek the Lord and walk me through things, there are sometimes that our ears are just plugged. Our ears are plugged by our hurt, by our pain, sometimes just to survive. Mm-hmm. We plug our ears and we don't realize that we're plugging our ears. And so a Christian godly counselor who's hearing the Lord speak to them about you, that is something that is so special and so unique about a Christian counselor. There is, if, if you're not saved and you're listening to this, you may believe in palm reading or or fortune telling, there is a spirit realm. There is an evil spirit realm, and there is the Lord's spirit realm. And so if you believe in palm reading, if you believe in future telling, if you believe in fortune cookies or whatever it is that you believe, if you believe in looking at the stars and being able to tell the future, then you better ought to believe that there is a God who loves you, who created you, who knows how he manufactured and created you to be, and how he created created you to feel, and how he created you to react. And if there is something that is counterintuitive that you are doing Mm -hmm. that causes you even more harm Mm -hmm. because we live in a broken world where broken things happen, then what we are going to do is act broken Mm -hmm. and we're going to react broken. Mm -hmm. And so pride is the exact word because we think that we can do it on our own Mm. and we're not created to do it on our own. There are scriptures that say we are not meant to be alone, you know? So what are your thoughts about what is the first? clue to, and and Susan, you, you probably are going to want to talk about this piece too. What is the first clue, Dr. Ruth, that you say, okay, you need counseling?
3: Well, first of all, counseling, it should not be used as a, oh, you bad, bad person. It's like our dentist. It's like our doctor. We go and get regular checkups. I believe that you should regularly be talking to someone. Just to get things off your chest. The scripture says, how can one be warm alone? Come on. So we need each other. So every day you're counseling with a friend. I'm going to make it simple for you. Counseling is not, I'm going to lay down in someone's leather couch and hear them tell me how bad of a person I am as I empty out all of my dirty laundry. That's not the essence of counseling. That's right. I have something I do every year called the Believers Mental Health Summit, and you'll be wanting to watch out for that. It's going to happen in May of 2024. Wow. Come on. Nonetheless, we talk about how counseling involves finding that good, trustworthy friend that's going to love you no matter what, but it's going to tell you when you suck. That's right. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to offer you that advice that, okay, let's pray, sister. Let's pray, brother. This is what's going on and we need to go to the Lord. But not only do we need to go to the Lord, I'm going to walk with you through this thing. And so we all need that. That's counsel. But if it gets to a point where you need more than that, then it's to start searching out. It's like if, if you have issues within your body and you go to your regular PCP and the PCP refers you out to a specialist like a dermatologist or a cardiologist or whatever, you're not going to say, well, I only wanna see you. No, you want no. whatever's going on with your skin or your heart to be fixed. So you're going to search out that specialist. That's the same thing That's as right. when your friend is like, okay, I've taken you as far as I can take you. We need to find someone that can take you a little further. Someone with skill. The Bible says in Psalms 68, 11, call for the skillful. Amen. Amen. So someone with skill that knows how to hear God, how to listen to you and then help you get through where you are so you don't get... Further into a hole where you can't get out. That's right. That's right.
0: So I was going to say anger. Mm-hmm. Because you were talking earlier, Brittany was too, about. Who's the first one you're going to be angry at? Well, I was kind of goofing around saying, you know, my husband and everybody else's. But you're right. A lot of times we get angry at God. And once you get angry at God, you set yourself up for not listening to him. Yes. So I think if you're angry, that's when you really need to find a counselor because by that, and you know, when you're angry, I mean, you know, because you do all those things that you do, whatever they are, those weird yes. things that you do yes. that, you know, and of course, people who are close to you, they know, they start telling you and you get madder. Get a counselor. Yeah. Get a good Christian counselor. So I'm going to go with anger because that's the hole, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I hate that
1: hole. (laughs) And a lot of times we don't know that we're angry. Hmm. We know that. You think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't know I was angry. Hmm. I didn't know who I was angry at. I I didn't even know I was angry. I thought I was just simply mourning. Hmm. I thought I was mourning. Hmm. And then when she told me, you are so Hmm. angry. And in your anger, you're allowing it to turn to bitterness. She pointed me right back to the Lord, Mm -hmm. which was really neat because Mm -hmm. that exchange, I talk about that holy exchange all the time, because how many times I have to exchange things daily because I have to exchange all of my hurt, all of my pain daily. Rick and Mm -hmm. I bug each other. We annoy each other. My children and I drive each other crazy sometimes. I mean, I homeschool. So there are moments that everybody in that moment of the day that all of us are fighting with one another. We need to stop and say, Okay, Lord, you have to exchange something here. And we have to be healthy enough to identify that there is something that needs to be exchanged. I look at it, I ask, I ask my kids all the time, okay, th- I read a book and it was so good. It talks about how we just accept things as normal. Mm. Okay. So our family is notorious for doing this. It's mm-hmm. not that we're lazy. It's just, well, that's just the way it is. So mm-hmm. if you get into a shower and you say, hey, guys, if you get into that shower, if somebody's spending the night, just don't flip on that light because that light will make sure that your, that your shower goes cold. <laughs> oh. And they go, well, okay. And so then we just keep living that way, mm-hmm. right? And then right now our gate is broken. Mm-hmm. So in order to mm-hmm. close the gate to make sure our dogs don't run away. Mm-hmm. We have to wrap the gate around with rope instead mm-hmm. of just fixing the gate. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then to make sure that the dogs don't run away, that's what we have to do. Instead mm-hmm. of me just making sure that the collar mm-hmm. is charged to put around mm-hmm. my dog's neck mm-hmm. so I can buzz the dog when the dog mm-hmm. is running away, mm-hmm. we're just going to have to get out of the car every single mm-hmm. time, wrap the rope around. That is called dysfunction. Yes. That is called us being okay with and understanding that we live with dysfunction, but Mm -hmm. it's fine. It's Mm -hmm. just part of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so that is something that I've talked to my kids about very recently is that a lot of times it's just they've got my disposition Mm -hmm. where I don't like to fight. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. like to argue. Mm -hmm. And so I'll live with dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And 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 in okay. it's not comfortable mm. but I learned to live with this dysfunction of life of you know what that's just the way mm. things are right I I don't need to fix that light switch I don't need to fix the cold and hot water I don't need to fix the gate I don't need to make sure that I find the remote to put the dog collar around the dog to make sure that the dog doesn't run away so I'm mm. not late I mean there are so many things that we accept in life and I think that Understanding that dysfunction is present is something that the Lord gives counselors the ability to do because they can look from a faraway place. What do you think?
3: Well, I will say this here. One thing about something you mentioned earlier, Susan, and you commented on, Brittany, was about the anger piece. Kubler-Ross, you know, not being a born-again believer in Christ Jesus, talked about the six stages of grief. And one of those stages was anger. But the Bible tells us to be angry, but don't sin. Don't Mm -hmm. let the sun go down on our wrath. So in between our anger at whatever has gone on, when we figure out that something's wrong, even if we don't know exactly what it is. It behooves us to, first of all, you know, Lord, help me and show me the way. So there's your prayer right there. And if you pray that in sincerity, God is going to make sure he yes, shows you he the will. way. He's going to lead you according to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, if you trust him with your whole heart, just, you know, for that purposes. Nonetheless, when he leads you to someone to help you and you follow those steps, he's going to help you go- live in a more excellent way. And I want you to read 1 Corinthians 12, 31. I'll give you a Come lot on. of scriptures. No, but eagerly desire the greater gift. And now I will show you the most excellent way. Now, this is authentically talking about the gifts of the spirit. But one of the fruit or the manifestations of having Holy Spirit as the governor of your life is self-control. Well, sometimes in order to be to exercise self-control, you have to make sure you are walking as a disciple or a disciplined one of Christ. And sometimes you need someone to walk along with you to mentor you like Paul did to Timothy. Timothy didn't just come out being this amazing man of God, you know, that could do all these amazing things. No, he had to have some discipline in his life. And sometimes a counselor is there to help you with those areas where you don't know there's dirt un- of anger underneath the rug. That's right. You don't know that there's dirt of hostility or bitterness or rage or or whatever other manifestations that are underneath the rug. And so they are able to pull the rug back Skillfully at the right time in the right moment, because this is what gives me. With some believers, you may see things, know things, and you say it at the wrong time, in the wrong way, in the wrong place, in front of the wrong people. But a skilled person knows when and how to present information. Amen.
1: Amen. And that skilled person, that skilled person is led by who? The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so. In those moments where we have plugged our ears mm-hmm. because of dysfunction, anger, bitterness, in those moments, there is a time to trust the right person that God puts in our lives. And there are so many times just as women, this is why I love women, because, you know, when we really find our people, there are people. And all of a sudden we become gossips and we feed on each other's anger. And it's like, oh, no, girl, leave it. Get done with that, (laughs) right? You don't need to put up with that crap. You know, that is something that so many times us as women, we do for each other in an unbiblical, ungodly manner. Men do it too. Yeah, men do too.
3: They do. do. That woman you gave me, Lord. (laughs) That's right. So does
1: gossip
0: come out of anger?
3: Gossip can come out of anger. Yeah.
0: A lot of things come out of anger. They really do. And I find it interesting, Brittany, that somebody had to tell you that you were angry, that you didn't recognize it. So, Dr. Charles, why do we not recognize that anger? Why? Let me say it a different way. How do we recognize that we're not recognizing anger so that we know it's time to go get some help?
3: Brittany made a perfect example about her gait and all the other things. Dysfunction. Okay, you're so used to living in dysfunction until you normalize it. Right? Oh this is just the way I am. Mm. When God did not create any of us angry or bitter or sad or depressed or even shy, did you know that? Oh, I'm sure I stepped on a toe. There. No, that's good. But no that one is, is a shy good Word. That is a good word. What
1: has happened in your life? And she also discussed roots. We need to talk about roots right? We only have about three minutes left, but roots real quickly. That is a piece that we need to dig to find roots. It's not surface level. So a lot of these things that we're talking about, the anger, the bitterness, the hostility, the dysfunction, that is something that is now an outward expression of what has happened inward in our hearts and to us from years past and sometimes generations before us. So tell us just real quickly, we've got about, we've got about a minute and a half before we do the altar call, but
3: tell us about Roots. A lot of times roots, especially roots of bitterness, usually come from things in childhood. You're carrying on parents' mess, like the Montagues and what was the other family? Uh, oh, yeah. Shakespeare, oh, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet. And so these two people, they really wanted to be together. And so they had their family mess that was standing in the, in the way. And the end thereof was death. A lot of times people are dealing with it. I find this out with 95% of my clients. It was family issues that were carried on and it created roots that produced into strong trees and fruit and they had they didn't know what was going on i don't know why i'm angry i'm just angry but it's something that was in the family line we'll have to talk about that another show which is dealing Mm. with roots and curses Mm. and things like that good oh so good okay so dr ruth
1: charles she wrote when crisis strikes how to keep moving while grieving okay find her book on Amazon. It is incredible. It absolutely wraps its arms around Revelation 12, 11 by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. And her phone number is 346-296-3147. That is again, 346-296-3147. We're going to be having her at our conference. All of her books are going to be available. I mean, we have so much in store for you with Dr. Ruth Charles, but if you do not know the Lord, the wonderful counselor, the one that can calm you in the moment of crisis, then you need to know who he is. You just say, pray the simple prayer of Jesus. I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Lord, thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for my sins and a holy exchange to take all my sin, all my pain, all my hurt, all my sorrow, and exchange it for something good. Lord, right now it's not good, but I know that you're not done yet. Lord, take everything that everything that I have inside my heart and exchange it, exchange it for something wonderful that only you can provide. If you prayed that prayer, then congratulations. You are part of the bigger story, the bigger piece of the puzzle that you've probably been searching for your entire life. I cannot thank you enough for listening. Thank you, Dr. Charles for being here for the last two weeks. It's just such a blessing to have her. I'm excited for the next time she comes on. Happy New Year.
2: You've been listening to Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis. Join us every Thursday evening at 5.30 p.m. To hear this program again, go to KKHT.com and click on the podcast. For more information, visit KintsukuriMinistries.com. K-I-N-T-S-U-K-U-R-O-I.